Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Mindful podcast. I am your host, Carrie Bishkay, and this week we're bringing you something a little bit different. I'm going to be doing more of a audit-style episode called the Weekend Warrior Audit-Style Series, where I talk with athletes who are in different transitions in their athletic careers and looking to optimize their performance in some way. So these will be coaching-style episodes for under 30 minutes. So if you're interested in this style of episode, stay tuned and see what you can learn. This week, I am with Jacob Masters. Jacob is a marathoner. He's a spin instructor. He's an entrepreneur. He's a gym goer. Welcome to the podcast, Jacob. How's it going? Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, very excited. So I want to start out this episode by just getting some context for where you've been throughout your athletic journey and and where you want to go. Obviously, the pandemic kind of shook the world upside down, including the fitness world. Gyms closed down pretty much everywhere. And like overnight, I realized I didn't have any weights to train with. And I was a little distraught at first and you know fitness was such an ingrained part of my life at that point i was like well i'm not going to go without working out so let's as uh bear girls would say improvise adapt and overcome love it and um, <laughs> so I, I got into endurance athletics again you know i was kind of wary to get back into running because cross country in high school i was the slowest one on the team but i got into cycling and distance running And within the next year and a half, I ran three marathons and then also became a spin instructor and just fell in love with that side of fitness. Still lift weights, but I'm nowhere near as much as I used to, but really fell in love with the holistic aspect of fitness and training. Taking it to the next level is really just fine tuning and bettering myself in any way, pushing myself to that next edge i guess the next zone um taking it another step beyond mentally and physically talk to me about that shift going into such a mental sport such as endurance running being on the road by yourself doing all of that training what that mental shift was was like for you and and how you coped with that you know this is going to go against the grain but i've never really been much of a team player um (laughs) that's okay it sounds it sounds bad but i'm kind of enjoy flying solo Mm -hmm. but i'm such an introspective person that as i got into you know endurance athletics where i'm running on the road for three four hours straight you got to get comfortable with your own thoughts Mm. the minute you start having negative thoughts encroach in your mind that becomes so toxic it will wear you down physically and emotionally working with those thoughts is so important and how to work with them and and that verbiage surrounding your mindset is is so important so sometimes when we have that verbiage of shutting down or closing off or shutting off sometimes that can suppress some of those thoughts they're going to come back a little bit more frequently a little bit more strong and more intense and so you want to be really mindful about working with them and working with your breath in those moments to transition and disrupt those thoughts without that shutting down because i'm sure you've noticed 
in your life where there's instances you've shut down or suppressed or compartmentalized to focus on a run or focus on a training session. And then (laughs) after that session is over, if you're not going back to kind of sit in some of those thoughts and emotions, then they're going to come up later in different aspects of your life. Oh, totally. (laughs) I've suppressed lots and lots of negative thoughts, both internally facing and externally facing regarding other people eventually yeah they do come around and bite you when you least expect it and ultimately end up hindering performance even more in the future i know you you were in this zone of optimization right now you've done a lot of the work and and you've put in a lot of a lot of effort there and so in the zones with with ready set mindful we have the zones you know that i want to talk about real quickly the first zone is a shock to your system zone so if you're an athlete and you're struggling with this loss of identity from transitioning from injury or between sports or having some depression anxiety maybe your body's changing because your routine is being switched up when you're in this space of who am i what am i doing with my life that's the zone one and zone two is more of this transitional phase that's the game plan zone where you are kind of starting to see the light a little bit. Maybe you've started tweaking your routine, doing some trial and error, seeing what works for you, getting clear on what your goals are. That would be zone two. You're in zone three, which is the mindful flow zone, which is, okay, now I'm ready to optimize. I've done a lot of the work. I've gotten pretty clear on my goals. I'm starting to feel like I'm aligning more with this better version of myself, this higher version of myself. But maybe I'm still struggling to balance stress. Uh, I want to tweak my routine to optimize a little bit. Maybe having some perfectionistic tendencies that athletes are so notorious for having. Myself included. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Maybe you're in a performance rut or you're having some of that negative self-talk creep in. I would categorize you to be in zone three. Would Would you agree? Well, considering where I came from, I'll take Zen 3 as a compliment because <laughs> um, not even a year ago, I was definitely like knee deep in Zone 1 and it was not a fun time to say the least. Every aspect of my life was impacted and, and especially my athletic performance. My energy levels were zapped and I wasn't performing up to the level of quality that I expected myself to be performing at. And Mm-hmm. That led to uh, <clears throat> a very strong sense of disappointment in myself. And I kind of found myself in this downward spiral. There's still work to be done, most definitely. Okay, awesome. And so let's talk about what you're wanting some help with today. What is your biggest goal that you're grappling with right now? Is it still having some of that chronic stress show up for you? Is it the, the self-talk? Is it those perfectionistic tendencies? Those are the typical symptoms of an athlete in zone three. What, what is that for you? What I'm struggling with the most right now is dialing in that consistent confidence and performance. Not even a year ago, I was running marathons and I reflect back on that now and I'm just like, well, damn, how the hell did I do that? Because I have a fraction of the energy now that I had back then. Right. I reflect back on that and I'm like, where did that energy come from? Like, it, it actually blows my mind. And endurance athletics, I love. And it is in my full intention to get back into higher distance running. I took a, I took a couple months off of extensive distance running because I was getting so close to burnout in the spring and summer of last year. But it's on my 
agenda to bring it back this spring and i'm really motivated to do that but there's one thing that like weighs heavily on my mind is how am i going to be able to channel that energy again mm. and i genuinely don't know about that i don't know how i'm going to do that because reflecting back i think a lot of what fueled my marathon energy last year was anxiety based it wears you out in mm-hmm. a very profound sense like it's not it's not a fun way to work out because it takes its toll on you mentally and emotionally in addition to physically right. um i find that my rest and recovery was not as good but i was still maintaining the same level of output so i just over time wore myself out i got very close to burnout which was the last thing i wanted because i love my sport so i guess my biggest concern is moving forward as i ease back into endurance athletics how can i channel more of a sustainable and healthy mental and physical connection with motivation and energy up that's what's weighing most heavily on my mind that makes sense i know we've talked about this a little bit and i think it's really important to acknowledge that as an athlete when you're having things that are showing up for you in your life and you're going through these transitional periods and your mental health you're really working on that and battling anxiety depression trauma all of these different things it's normal to use activities and sports as an outlet absolutely it's also really normal to exhaust those outlets and sometimes they don't become fun anymore because we're running to maybe escape certain emotions feelings relationships or problems and so it's really important to do a little bit of a gut check and question whether you're doing your activity for the right reasons right am i using this to simply get out of the house or to escape this or to avoid this or is it actually filling me up and bringing me joy so being really reflective on your why that's something that's really really important to come back to and getting clear on that and it's important to look at your environmental factors around you as an athlete that's so important and looking at your environment and seeing what's around you that is potentially triggering you to have stress and to feel out of alignment with your routine you know so really getting clear on on what that looks like is important and i think the third thing is knowing that when you come from such a hole when you've been in the depths of feeling just really shitty about your situation and really out of alignment it takes a little bit of time to get back there and so as athletes we have these perfectionistic tendencies that have you know, served us in our sport. But when we're climbing out of a hole, we have to really be mindful of giving ourselves a little bit of grace and a little bit of time to kind of get back up to that baseline. And then once we claw our way back to that baseline, getting really clear on, hey, maybe I, I was doing marathons as an escaper to kind of solve this certain issue or to get out of the house or whatever it was and maybe that's not really serving me anymore and maybe i'm over that stage in my life maybe i want to enter into being a triathlete or doing halves or maybe marathons are something that i want to do so i think getting really clear on what you want your goal to be really being reflective and journaling about 
what wasn't working for you, and also what environmental factors trigger this out of alignment so that you can you know, be really mindful about not going back to that place. Oh, totally. I, everything you just listed there, I'm just like picking apart like my past experiences. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like there's definitely, you know, the wrong intentions here, the wrong coping mechanisms there, the wrong environment or state of mind. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as far as your mindset goes, where's your mental conditioning right now? Where are you having some challenges right now with your mental performance? Mental conditioning. The mind of a endurance athlete, you, you go to some weird places when you are running for three or four hours. Your mind, your mind explores some interesting nooks and crannies of your brain. And then, you know, going through some like rough patches in life, you also explore some weird nooks and crannies. But there's still work to be done. And I think that what I'm focusing on the most is I've got a taste of that positive mentality Mm -hmm. and that more driven, motivated state of mind. I think what I want to focus on now is maintaining it Mm. and keeping that engine running 24-7, cultivating a more positive and optimistic go-getting mentality because it's so easy for negative thoughts to creep into you Mm. especially when you're not having a good day or when your performance isn't at its best that absolutely makes sense it's a really common mindset to have especially for runners because running is such a mentally challenging sport endurance running especially and sometimes there's this fear of a thought and once a thought creeps in it's automatically downhill from here i know we've all been in this place where if a couple things happen throughout our day we're just like oh it's going to be that kind of a day or oh i might as well just throw it all in because this happened and so recognize that when a thought creeps in you're not responsible for that thought it's just a thought but you are responsible for how you interact with that thought and what you do with that thought so a negative thought coming in is it's it's okay it happens but it's recognizing it's using that awareness of oh all right here we go it's this recognition and separation of okay hey my emotional brain is a little bit more activated right now because this negative thought is coming in and i want to really be acknowledging that there's this separation of emotional brain versus rational brain and so there's this negative thought that's coming in it's just a thought and i am responsible for how intense and how frequent these these next few thoughts are going to come in so really working to catch that thought and at first it's it's going to be challenging to catch it on the first or second time but you're going to get better at it once you start recognizing when these thoughts are coming in and pay attention to what's going on around you when you're having these thoughts come in. What's around me? Why is this coming in right now? Who am I with? What time of day is it? Have I eaten today? Am I underslept? So really pinpointing some of these factors can help you recognize your emotional vulnerability to these negative thoughts coming in, right? And so once you start to build that awareness, you will really condition your mind to operate in a consistent way when you're in a space like you are jacob in zone three in the mindful zone it's it's all about keeping the gas in the tank you figured out a routine that works for you and so recognizing what's working and what's a non-negotiable for you what are the things throughout my day that are non-negotiable 
that I know for it to be a great day, this needs to happen, right? Like, okay, maybe I can do without my coffee as long as I have seven hours of sleep. So trying to figure out what that sweet spot is for you with your non-negotiables is really important. How does all of that sound for you? Oh, it sounds great. Really, everything you said resonates. So some action steps for you. I know you're in your mindful zone, but there's still some work to be done there and just identifying what your non-negotiables are, what they look like for you, recognizing your environmental factors, really pinpointing what those look like, what times of day you're a little bit more emotionally vulnerable, pinpointing those environmental factors and having grace with your thoughts, recognizing that it's just a thought coming in. And doing a little bit of disruption with some breath work to separate the emotional brain from the thinking brain when some of that negative self-talk, those negative thoughts start to trickle in a little bit. I like the 4-8 breath a lot. So just the inhale for four through your nose, everything in and out through your nose gives maximum calming benefits. So in and out through your nose, inhale for four seconds, exhale for eight seconds. I really like coupling a word with your thought disruptor or two words with your thought disruptor. So you'll have a word for your inhale, a word for your exhale. So maybe it's just breathe or right now or ground here, something short and sweet that you can latch on to that reminds you that you're here right now. You're grounded in this present moment, something that can help shift your attention because it's really just about shifting your attention when you have that negative thought process. How do all those action steps sit with you? Oh, I think they're great. Um, My mind runs at a million miles per hour. And it's very easy for me to go on like rabbit trails that are not the most beneficial to my mental state. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how Ready, Set, Mindful can help me with that. Yeah. Moving forward. Thank you so much for opening up and sharing your experience and what's worked for you and where you still have to go and, and how we can help you get there. So thank you so much, Jacob. Thank you for having me. If you are an athlete, high performer, or weekend warrior, and you're interested in being on this podcast or know someone who is, make sure that you book a free coaching session at readysetmindful.com and you will get all the information that you need to get free coaching. If you like this episode and are enjoying the podcast, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, rate us, leave us a review, let us know your thoughts. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at readysetmindful and on the website readysetmindful.com and we'll see you on the next episode.